Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, happy Friday already, May 20 already, 2022 already. Uh, uh, amazing things of uh, how, how fast time has gone. I know for many of us, we're all, all we're saying how fast time has gone and how slow things have come along, but um, things are really accelerating. We're going to talk to uh, Mel Kay in just a moment. I'm very, very excited to have her on the broadcast again. Uh, a quick reminder for those of you who might have missed Robin Bullock with the, uh, talking about the elections yesterday. You need to see that's on Rumble only. It's going to be probably one of our highest uh, viewed programs ever. We had three election experts with math. One was a mathematician, one was a computer science programmer, and then, and then the other was part of the team. Um, one was an attorney uh, for um, Mike Lindell. Uh, and, and what we did on that is prove to you that there is uh, fraud inside the machines. In fact, I think uh, Robin called it the thumb, the the fingerprint of fraud was the term that God gave him right during the show. He said, and he just he kind of once he got it, he said, "You all you all need to pay attention to this." God said, "This is the fingerprint of fraud," and and we showed uh, the viewers the graphic that he referred to as the fingerprint of fraud, and uh, you're not going to want to miss that. So if you missed it yesterday. Uh, we've already had 100,000 viewers. It'll double at least, even if you don't watch it. You know, but it, it's going to at least double that, and it may triple that. So be sure and tell your friends of that. All right, listen, let's uh, not delay any longer. Let's bring Mel Kay in. I'm so excited about this. Good to see you, Mel. It's about oh, time. It's, I know. You know we're, two, we're like two weeks in between the time we talk, and I always miss you, and, and you've got so much to share. We only have an hour today, and we can go for a full hour from now, but I just want people to really get excited because every time you speak, we're talk, talk about where you are and what you're doing right now because people want to know about that. Oh, okay, great. Well, I am in, with General Flynn in um, Chicago. We uh, are trying to, we are here for our friend Bobby Python, who's running for Senate. Um, we're really excited about Bobby because he's an outsider. He's an America First uh, candidate. He also was one of the original people. Uh, you talked about your show with Robin Bullock. He was involved also in the original audits because he is a financial genius. He really is and a, a brilliant mathematician. And he uh, broke a lot of stuff down early on about the election fraud. That's how he got involved with General Flynn. And we're here also with uh, Yvonne Pulitzer, who also was involved in that original thing. They're working with the America Project. And uh, what we're really excited about is if, uh, hopefully when Bobby wins uh, the Senate seat, he'll go into D.C. and he actually can open the books and he can look at the fraud and he and he'll actually understand it. We have a lot of politicians there, a lot of compromised people, a lot of corruption, but there's really not that many people that go there that have the skill and expertise to look at uh, what exactly is going on. He has a feeling that the debt that we are told we are under, the trillions of dollars of debt cannot be proven. And we need people that'll go in there, be proactive. He'll be calling, uh, he'll go obviously to the economic side and he'll want to see where is our money going? Where is, what are the taxes going to? All the stuff that we've talked about that's, it's in secret. The Federal Reserve is a private bank. They've always been, and they, they function in secret. They control the IRS as well. And uh, we need people in DC that are gonna rip the veil off of that and say, where is our money? And he, he believes that we, the people, have been defrauded 
of billions of dollars of money that is going not to what we think it's going to. And uh, so hopefully General Flynn and I and Ann Vandersteel's here, we want to get people in Senate and in Congress that will actually do work that restores our republic to where it's supposed to be, including our wealth. So that's why I'm here in Chicago. Wow, well, kudos to you for going there and, and helping him for the in the election. We need people like you that will that are willing to travel and go and speak on behalf of, I mean, that's kind of rare out there. So, uh, you know, kudos to you. Well, well listen, we're jumping into uh, uh, the first thing I have on my list. We've got three major categories, but I want to talk, we were, you said you were going to talk about the ESG score, and I said, re remind me what the ESG score is. Uh, so tell tell the people what the EST score is that you're going to talk about. Yeah, this is really important, and everyone really has to understand the way that these people work. And I, when I say these people, I, I can call them the Davos crew. But the Davos World Economic Forum is are the kind of like the face people of what's going on. Above them are the IMF, the banking, the banking cabal, as I call them. The Bank of International Settlements is at the top. They're the public-private partnership of the World Economic Forum. The first thing people need to know, because they're not they're not understanding that in 1998, Kofi Annan made a speech at the UN where he basically said that the United Nations was now going to be controlled uh, by the World Economic Forum. Uh, the speech is out there. Anyone can look at it. He refers to it as the people in Davos. And he says that um, the United Nations can no longer function without incorporate without um joining with corporations which the world economic forum calls the public private partnership it really is the fascist one world government where the corporations and the billionaires trillionaires get together and they decide what's best for the rest of us and then they instill that upon us by paying people and subsidizing people underneath and we talked about it last time on your show there's a hierarchy in the one world government that's been worked out and is functioning without any of us knowing it and when it comes to um, the United Nations, they really are a paper tiger right now. You know, they, the, first of all, a lot of the head agencies there are run by CCP members. If anyone knows anything, the CCP is a, not only a communist country, but they, uh, their only god that's acceptable in communist China is the government. So the fact that they allowed, and this was under Bush and then Clinton, the CCP into the United Nations basically made it illegitimate at that point because you have one giant superpower that has no allegiance to anyone but their government pretending to be on the same team with the, this globalist, phony globalist, but globalist group. And that's really not the case. Um, and we're seeing right now uh, a lot of this coming to fruition. China plays a big part, the CCP, not the Chinese people. Like even when I talk about the o Biden regime or America, We've we've done a lot wrong in America, but we the people haven't, you know, right. and, and that's how right. we have to look at it, because all of our governments have been usurped. Um, you know, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum doesn't deny it. And we have to understand that Klaus Schwab's mentor was Henry Kissinger. And we were always told Henry Kissinger was a good guy. But Henry Kissinger is the architect of the one world government. With is he really? Absolutely. Really? 100 percent. Yes. He um, it really David Rockefeller. It goes all the way back to Cecil Rhodes, but that we'd have to go on for three days to talk about that. <laughs> but uh, but David Rockefeller bought the land for the UN, conceived of the UN, put the UN there after and after the fall of the Third Reich. It really is the Fourth Reich, and when I say Fourth Reich, I mean 
the elitist group of people that want to control humanity from a, uh, a top-down uh, situation at the top. It's all about, it's all the same bankers as the so Nazis. This, so this isn't like some conspiracy theory that someone says, well, these guys have a conspiracy, and these are, consp you're saying this is not a conspiracy, this is a reality. After Hitler fell, and uh, what you, and you told us before that a, a whole bunch of Nazis, and I think you said 30,000 right. well, Nazis they all, came over. Well, they spread out. Right. They, yeah. were, they were removed. And it was called Operation Paperclip for anyone that wants to look it up. It's really important because we'll talk about that more a little later, too. So they came over here, uh, but amidst all of that, the United Nations gets born, and we're all thinking, all right, right, now there's no more war. But the reality is the elites just went to to plan for, I don't, you know, this is my terminology, but they decide this is how we'll get them. We'll right. start the United Nations and then we can do all this, right? So it's like one more quick question before we go on. You said at the very, very top, you said it's the Bank of International Settlements. I've yeah. seen that chart a number of times now with you. What the heck is that and who runs that or who owns that? Who runs the top, top, top thing here among the elites? Well, if you go look at what the Bank of International Settlements looks like, it looks like the Tower of Babel, and that's not an accident. Um, these are, uh, these are they're behind the scenes, you don't really know them, but what they are is they are Swiss bankers that are involved, they're, they're the Rothschild banking cabal of the five Rothschild family brothers that went all over to five different countries that all, um, they all at this Bank of International Settlements, which was, which is financed every war, both sides of every war. Both all sides. The money, all the money goes through there. So it is uh, the Rothschild banking cabal's basically headquarters in Switzerland. And um, it's been through many iterations, but that is the, the bank that controls all of our central banks. So underneath them are all of the central banks of the world, and they are, and they're controlled by the well, Bank of International Settlements controls them, but also controls the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, that has gone into every country to create debt slavery after every catastrophe that they also create. And um, the World Bank they control, World Economic Forum, uh, all of this money at the end of the day gets Swiss switched in and out in Switzerland. And all of our lives, we were told, you know, it's funny because I know a lot about the Hollywood brainwashing and everything and, and the media brainwashing in general. We were always told Switzerland was neutral, but it's not yeah. at all. Switzerland yeah. controls everything. <laughs> I mean, we grew up thinking this is a, some sort of righteous country who said we're not going to take sides. We're just going to be the good guys. In fact, they were the evil, not not the peoples, right. but, but people in Switzerland. Are, are you're heading up the the Bank of International Settlements, which no one's heard, uh, including me, until just weeks ago, and they're running the show. Yeah, they do, they do, they do. These are, and, and you know, these are people that are above fame and fortune. They don't need that. They they have different different plans in life, and um, they also control something called CERN, C E R N. Everyone should look up. They uh, it is basically a satanic group that is looking to build a portal to hell and uh, that's theirs and the world economic forum is their is their face is their pr firm basically and um that is where uh, all roads lead to that group and um it always has some people call them the octagon group um some people call them the you know the um the banking cabal the international banking cabal 
Uh, but all debt slavery, all money laundering, they say that, that that Bank of International Settlements is sitting on like $23 quadrillion. So, and that's our money of all of our countries, of all of our taxes, because they control it. Every country that has a central bank at the top of the rung, including our Fed, is that bank. So, you know. Well, okay, so I brought you there on a rabbit trail, which thank you for going there with me. I, I, I really appreciate that. Okay, so we were talking about the ESG now. So talk about what that is. And Yes, so this is really, really important for the American people, not only to understand what it is, understand that the language that they are selling you, just like the UN, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, um, just like anything that, that any of the NGOs or nonprofits or philanthropies that any of the, the Rockefeller Foundation or George Soros Open Society or Arabelle Partners, any of those foundations and stuff, they all sound like really good ideas or really mm -hmm. positive or that's going to be good. Well, when they talk about sustainable goals or social justice or any of that, they're talking about social engineering. It's, it's not what it seems because all the man-made uh, environmental crises that they use to get a lot, as much power as they can are man-made by them. So just like all the famines and all the, all the wars and all of uh, this, a lot of the climate change, the people involved in the World Economic Forum public-private partnership that are behind this, they are the big corporations that are creating all of the pollution that are created, but then they blame humanity because yeah. there's also a book I suggest to your, your audience called um, uh, The Club of Rome, also Rockefeller, uh, wrote something called The Limits of Growth, which is a totally bogus, unscientific, uh, you know, to debunked many times uh, assessment that the biggest problems on the planet are um, humanity and basically God and that we have to depopulate. We have to do all this stuff. It, goes, it talks about humanity as like useful, useful. Um, like useless eaters, yeah. uh, bottomless feeding machines, like irresponsible breeders. Like it talks about humans in such a way that's and, so dehumanizing. And, and and because since from the top there's quadrillions of money. Yeah. Uh, why are they worried about useless eaters since they can afford it all? Why do they want to depopulate the earth? What's the point? Well, basically, to them, uh, they—it's no different than Hitler. It's uh, a—it's a, it's a right—it's a superior race thing. It's a—it's a, a Darwin. It's a eugenics thing. And you should hear when they when they do talk because we've we've played a lot of clips and stuff at the events and everything. They do—they talk about the poor and the impoverished or the uh, mentally or physically or frail or elderly as kind of like waste of resources. Jeez. A lot of what they talk about when you hear sustainable goals or which we'll talk about in the ESG or Agenda 2030 for sustainability, they don't mean sustainable for us. They mean sustainable for them and okay. them being about 3000 people. You can connect between the Bilderberg Group. They, they're all secret societies. JFK warned us about the Bilderberg Group, the, um, the IMF, the World uh, Economic Forum, the World Health Organization. Because it was always a plan to use science and medicine as a weapon against humanity. It's been in all of this limits of growth and all of that. Um, and then there's also in, in our country, the Council of Foreign Relations, Atlantic Council, Highlands Group, and the military industrial complex that we're seeing get a giant payoff through Ukraine that will never get to the Ukrainian people. It will be the same thing, a debt slavery model. 
Believe me, that money that's going to Ukraine is not is not going to the Ukrainians. That's it's a huge. Same. That's just a huge con, uh, uh, which Biden at the at least the top, as we think he's at the top. It's a con. Right. We're and the woman running it is uh, the woman running it is Samantha Power, who is Barack Obama's UN director. Uh, Samantha Power and Barack Obama, with in, in cahoots with George Soros and his Open Society NGOs did multiple illegal uh, wars all over the world, internationally violated rules, using the UN's responsibility to protect. Everyone should look that up too. In cahoots with the Open Society and the National Endowment for Democracy, did these color revolutions all over the world where they created the chaos on the streets, like here, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and all the gun violence and false flags. And then they went in and overthrew duly elected governments of sovereign nations under the guise of human rights that were, in the end, proved false. They go in there, they take over the country, they take their resources, they put in contracts. All this money that's going from us to Ukraine is going into contracts with contractors that will be laundered back to a lot of these people, like the $100 billion in Iraq and the $80 billion in Afghanistan. Um, they're just using Ukraine, in my opinion, uh, for this next phase um, and, uh, where we are in this, in this big situation is Samantha Power runs now after doing all of that, I mean, all over the world, she is loathed as somebody who violated really? countries' sovereignty, uh, for, for reasons that ended up being totally no false, just like the Iraq war. And, uh, so she's the money, money person behind the USAID that will be doling out the money, but really they're doling out money to puppets. And the puppet masters are the IMF and the and the BIS and the World Economic Forum. But they're doling out money because right now we're seeing what countries are in the one world government Great Reset and what countries are unwilling. And right now, America, even though Biden and all them have pledged allegiance to the one world government and the one and the Great Reset and the Build Back Better plan, which is in all G20 countries, because the Build Back Better plan was written by the guys in Davos. And, and sold to us as something from the Biden regime. But they're all in on it. John Kerry and Al Gore are going there next month to kind of, you know, uh, commit even more to the one world government. So they're going to use Ukraine, because if you listen to what the people, the, first of all, Ukraine was the poorest country in Europe before the war, poorest. Yet we've given them $6 billion since we took over their government in 2014 under Obama and Soros became the most, um, under Zelensky, who's a puppet, Soros is the most powerful man in Ukraine still to this day. And uh, he orchestrated that um, color revolution that overthrew the duly elected government in Ukraine in 2014. So a lot of what we're watching now is a cleanup job of that. But at the same time, if you listen to the oligarchs and the, the Soros, uh, Newland, Obama-picked regime in Ukraine, they're talking build back better. We're going to build back Ukraine. It's going to be some kind of green utopia, green New Deal utopia. And then, you know, what they're going to also do is give all that money to contractors and who lobbyists lobbied for. That's going to be funneled right back to the pockets of everyone voting for it, which is why everyone should be very cognizant in their next voting cycle of anyone that voted for this $50 billion in Ukraine funding when our country sure. is burning from the inside out. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. So when, when when this Build Back Better thing was announced, I, the, my first impression was 
number of months ago, well, that sounds like, first of all, it sounds like a stupid name that Biden and, and he came up and we're going to build back better. And, but it'll fail. And it was my thoughts. And, but what I didn't realize is that same exact name in different languages was in how many countries? The they, entire G20. So everyone that's in the G20 has committed to it. I mean, Klaus Schwab is at and World Economic Forum wrote this and, um, and they, every country adopted it. And during the beginning of the COVID, they had an event on TV that people weren't really paying attention to. And um, they were going through all of it was like Prince Charles, Boris Johnson, uh, Castro. Uh, I mean, Castro. I call I call uh, I call um, Justin Trudeau, Justin Castro. So yeah. Justin Trudeau, Merkel, all the G20 people that, you know, Trump <laughs> said were all basically in on it. Um, they all made speeches where each one of them basically said the exact same thing about the Build Back Better plan. Build Back Better means destroy the entire infrastructure and framework that we all have lived under for all this time. Destroy it from top to bottom. That's why they went after the middle class and rebuild it in the image that they see fit under the sustainable goals of Agenda 2030. And, and part of the uh, destroying it is leaving the borders wide open yes. for millions of people to walk over and destroy our economy. Yes. Right. And it's not just in our country. You have to understand this border thing is going on all over the world. And it's, it's that the, if there are no borders, there is no sovereignty. There are no armies. Nobody can fight back. And, and again, I hope your audience understands. And they, I just did a great show that will be out this weekend on NATO. NATO is the one world government's military. They have no they have no allegiance to we the people or any people in any country they're in. They are all about the one world government. Donald Trump said to us and he was telling us, remember, Donald Trump was going to pull out of NATO. And then he said, because we were paying for it, he was he pulled out of the World Health Organization. The minute Biden gets in, he goes back. The minute Biden gets in, he gives them a plant. Uh, uh, a whole facility in Langley next to our CIA and FBI, NATO, uh, to function as an autonomous uh, international military with no allegiance, no no respect for our constitution, our bill of rights, or our, you know, our values, our culture. NATO is the one world government enforcer. Everything that we're being told about NATO is a total fraud and the media is in on it, but we really need to know that NATO is not for any of the people of any of the countries it's in. Its sole goal is to be the government for this group of one world government, top down, elitist, billionaire, trillionaire, and some quadrillionaires because they hide their money very well, um, that will basically be the overlords. This We're kind of in a situation, if you know about the fall of Rome and the Roman Empire, you know, the Roman Republic was what we're based on. That, was, that worked, you know. The Roman Empire fell because a group of elites at the time, they didn't have billionaires, but a group of elites decided to um, basically decimate the middle class, turn everyone below the middle class into slave workers, and they lived extravagantly, and they they usurped everyone's rights, all the environment, and they were, they had no morals, no values, they, they just went off the charts, and we're kind of dealing with that now, similar to the French Revolution, with, uh, with uh, you know, um, off with her head, you know, that lady with mm -hmm. let them eat cake. Um, uh, it's just like the Treaty of the Versailles, the Kingdom of Versailles. Well, same thing. The, the elite rich people decided that everyone below them, they could do without. 
and and then they created a surf environment a feudal environment where it was a group of very wealthy people and then um everyone below them either worked for them or were in or were enslaved or taken out somehow and we, we are at that point and people have to understand and when i talk to you about the esg this is what people need to know because there was a big development this week that really i saw it and i, I shook my head and i know no people don't understand what's going on because the, the, the way that they Put it out in language because they're luciferians and everything's upside down so mm. whatever they're saying and they project a lot you're seeing it even with the whole white supremacist thing right now they project a lot so there's no there's it's only white people that commit crime it's only this and that they, it, they just they keep putting out the lie and putting out the lie and and a, a whole bunch of people are brainwashed we can talk about later uh it's a military grade brainwashing which is what people don't get is that it's military grade and it's military CIA uh, controlled. But so the ESG score to get to it, because you borrowed a Bank of International Settlements, who benefits? They do. So what it is, is the ESG score is something that they came up with when they um, started their whole climate campaign. Um, it's totally fraudulent, first of all. It started mm -hmm. with Al Gore and Bill Clinton at the first COP conference uh, with Carmen Footprint and all of this um nonsense about uh carmen credits and it, be, it was a money-making scandal scheme but they they created a whole cult like religion around this climate s situation we all we all want the good, uh, good nature to thrive and to, to be clean right. and no pollution right but, but they turned it into a business which is what people need to understand that whole greta the whole movement these are useful idiots they are being used it is a business by the same elite in davos uh, which includes our elite in America that uh, and the installed regime in D.C. who are not our elite. Our elite are obviously uh, Soros, Gates, Schmidt, Fink, um, Elon Musk. You know, there, there's an elite class that's running our country, and it's not the government. Um, so Larry Fink is a guy people should know about. He runs something called BlackRock. Uh, BlackRock has trillions of dollars of our pensions and other fu other money, all kinds of money that they invest for us. Uh, BlackRock is probably owns it owns all at the very top. BlackRock owns all of the media, all the manufacturing of food, all really? yeah everything. BlackRock, Vanguard, and a little bit lower State Street and a couple others. But Do they, BlackRock basically owns this country? Does BlackRock, BlackRock, do they own, effectively own people's retirement accounts? Yes, yes. Because people need to know how this goes. If yeah. you think your retirement accounts are safe, understand that BlackRock controls those. Yes, yes, that's what they do. They invest the money of those, and many, many people are in bed with them. What people don't know is that Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, is on the board of the World Economic Forum. He is uh, also behind the writing of the Build Back Better bill and the Great mm. Reset and the uh, and the central bank digital currency, which um, now uh, so he's the architect of the ESG score, which stands for environmental social governance, not government governance. So what it is, is uh, the World Economic Forum in cahoots with the UN, which really the World Economic Forum controls at this point. Um, and, and the IMF and uh, the World Bank and all this, all the people at the top of the of the graph, we can put that graph in the notes too, maybe. Um, they uh, they came up with something uh, that would be similar to the Chinese social credit score. And if people don't know what's going on in China, 
in China, they already have implemented a one world currency and a, a passport, basically one world um, like vaccine passport thing that is connected. So their currency is connected to their identity, is connected to their health records, is connected to their financial records. So what it is, is Larry Fink sent out a letter. Uh, he controls so many banks and corporations at the very top. And we're talking about the boards of these corporations. Um, I think it was a, about a year and a half ago saying that all companies had to comply going forward in, in towards Agenda 2030 with the ESG score on all transactions. The ESG score is basically the people in Davos have come up with things that are morally, environmentally, um, financially, health-wise, uh, what they would like social engineering-wise the future to look like for their fourth industrial revolution, which is not based on humanity, it is based on AI. But so they, uh, this will be tantamount to your credit score. So right now you have a credit score, you know, it's somewhere between 300 and 800. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get credit. That's how you're judged. Now they, they look at that when you get a job, they look at that when you sometimes when you like when you need a loan, they look at that in different places to, to for your credit worthiness. So a bank's not going to give you a, a credit card or a loan or, you know, you might not get a job if you if you have really bad credit and you, you know, or you, you know, you defaulted on loans, whatever. So up to this point, the credit score in America was about your financial history. And if you paid your bills on time mm -hmm. or if you had debt right. or if you went That's bankrupt. A, yeah, right. that was all it was. And, and we could or could not get a mortgage or a car loan. If it wasn't, right. it wasn't good enough, but it wasn't based on other behaviors. It wasn't right. based on environmental ideas or being a Republican or Democrat or conservative. Right. Okay. And you're saying that's about to change. Yeah, if they, it is changing. If they get there well, if right. they get their way, I guess. Yeah. Well, they already changed it. I mean, he, he told them last year. So the banks, um, Wall Street, Anyone, anyone traded on Wall Street, anyone that's owned or a subsidiary of BlackRock, which are, listen, the airlines, the, the trains, if you look at who BlackRock owns, they own everything. Really? So all of the, every company that they have, everyone that went woke, I, I assure you, BlackRock owns them because that's part of the agenda. He's involved in all of it. He's on the board of the Great Reset and he controls most of our money. So what's going to happen? So they already implemented it in banks and stuff. So now, like Noah Harari says all the time, like you're, you can be denied credit for any reason whatsoever going forward. Harari, who is the, is the architect, uh, the head of science and technology of the World Economic Forum that talks about hacking humans and there is no God, also says that um, credit worthiness in the future is going to be based on behavior, not on financial behavior, on behavior in general. So the ESG score now says, Let's say uh, you're you're Republican, or you voted for Donald Trump, or, and and this is decided by the guys in Davos. This is not decided by anyone in our government or our banks. This is a, our Federal Reserve is the only bank that matters right now because it's fully totally controlled by them, and uh, and we're allowing it to go on. But this this usurps all of our, this includes all of the central banks. So Chase, Citibank, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. They're all implementing this and 
It could be that you bought you you know that you're a gun that you have that you're a gun owner. It could be that you started a business that they think is un, not environmentally friendly, even though they're making up what's environmentally friendly. Or you travel too much, or you drive too much in your car, or you consume too much food, or you smoke, or you you know you drink too much because they're going. They want to install this um, track and trace. Uh, ID system that they're still pushing. They just announced it in Canada, which is completely captured by Davos. Um, and they're going to try here if they get that World Health Organization treaty. It's in the language there. So that all of us would have to have to travel, to shop, to do anything, a, a digital ID card that would include all of our medical records, but also all of our financial records. And they would all be connected and controlled and watched and tracked and traced by the same people at the World Economic Forum Great Reset Club. And therefore, like in China, it's already in China. If you do anything, they don't need to see you. They're gonna know that you, you know, you smoked a cigarette where you're not supposed to. Well, you're gonna get $500 taken out of your bank account. It, it happened during the trucker, we saw it happen. We know that they can already do it because they took the money from the truckers and anyone who donated. That was a real mistake of Trudeau and Freeland. Freeland's the real, in, in Canada, she's the one that's really the World Economic Forum, like, protege. He is too, but she is 100%. And what what is happening now, and people need to know, is A, anyone that you're voting for should be rejecting this. There are states, I believe New Hampshire is one, I think, I'm pretty sure, um, a couple other states, uh, DeSantis is rejecting it. A couple other states, but not enough, are saying there will be no ESG score in my in my state because uh, so so a governor can reject yeah what you're describing. They yes. can say not not in my state. Yes, well, that's like the most encouraging thing you've actually said so far. That's like, are you are you kidding? A governor can say not nah, no yes yes where yes a governor can do it and some are and attorney generals can do it. Here's what it is. Right now, Fink has already made this a priority for all of the corporations he controls, which is basically the, the Fortune 5, I mean, the, the S&P 500. There's already an ESG, S&P, uh, scoring card. They're scoring all companies on Wall Street and all the banks. So right now, if you want to open a small business and you have a low ESG score, and it could be that you were at January 6th, you didn't do anything wrong, but you were charged, you're not getting a bank loan. You're not getting insurance. You're not getting, you're not gonna be able to do anything having to do with banking. It's a total uh, slave society in the banking. It, money, it, money is no longer up to you how, you how you spend it. And they're also watching what you're spending it on. So, and they almost, they tried to put in a crazy communist into uh, the, to be that comptroller of the United States. Thank God enough Republicans knocked her down, but the whole goal was to end private banking completely. Because another part of the ESG score that people need to look up is called the Central Bank Digital Currency, also being pushed by Fink and Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and the IMF. What that is, is that that social, this, this new vac, uh, vaccine ID identification card, which is also a health pass, which is also going to become a travel pass, which will also become your bank card, um, it will all be connected there. And if that happens too, you will um you will we will never we will have no autonomy to do anything even when you're gonna they're 
implementing smart cities and smart meters and all this stuff. And it's all connected to this bogus um, climate change, climate emergency agenda. So it could be basically anything you do can be used against you. Any Anything you write online. They have a whole thing in there about disinformation, misinformation online, anything you see, any, and, and that that can cause your credit score to go down. Harari, he's creating it saying that digital surveillance is going under the skin as of the beginning of COVID. Uh, he said, nobody needs to give you a reason, but there's now going to be millions of reasons. It's going to be an algorithm why you're not credit worthy. And, and then the next step here, I'm telling you, is predictive policing. So by your behavior that they're tracking, on, on in this way, this uh, central bank digital currency with the ESG social credit score, it's not a credit score anymore. That will that will then bleed over into can you buy a home? Can you get on a plane? Can you have children? Yeah, I mean, this is how far if you look at their plans, that's their plans. Yes, governors can say no. Guess what? So can corporations. They're just not because really? BlackRock owns them. So can banks, which is why I suggest a lot of people that the smaller independent banks are a lot safer right now because this is this is going to scare you. But I have to tell you, we are fighting back. God will win. Trump brought this up. Other people are bringing it up. I know Glenn Beck did a whole show on it. It's really important that people understand this is this is slavery. It, it's a different kind of slavery. We're not in egypt you know we're not that it's a different but it's mm -hmm. it's it's slavery of a different kind they want to enslave us by tracking and tracing and surveilling our every action because enslaving us means taking away our free will taking away our choices to do what we want with the money we earn taking away our choices on what we do for a living at all and how we raise our children and you're seeing it all but if they put if they actually get away with that we need by, by law have to have one of these digital IDs, and the only option for banking is the central bank digital currency, we're all enslaved. And totally. Let me ask you a question. Um, um, we're in the last 15, well, 20 minutes or so. Um, you, a minute ago, mentioned Trump. You said Trump warned of this. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know if you know um, how it all will work, but if and when, when, forget the if, when Trump returns, <laughs> is he, does he have it or will he have or does he have the power to begin to reverse these things? Yes. What do you, what do you understand? Okay. Yes, I understand 100% he does. I believe that he was, he was, he knew this whole plan. This okay. is why when people pick on Trump <laughs> for being a billionaire or whatever, the good thing about that is he knew what they were good, what they were doing. That's why he was there. That's why he ran. He, the whole plan was to have Hillary win. This would have all been implemented already if Trump, if Hillary won. She was, and she's in on this. She's in the central banking cabal. Yeah, all of them are. There is no difference between Bush, Clinton, and Obama. They're all in on it. They've been the whole time. They're in on the one world government. They're in on the Great Reset. They were chosen. If it wasn't for Donald Trump, we would we would be totally enslaved. And that and that pandemic was coming with or without him. People need to understand. Really, they were going to do it even when he was there. Oh yeah, and what, no. which they did do it when he was there, of course. But but are you saying that Trump, before he said I'm running for president in 2015 ish, or whenever he announced that? Did he know this was coming even yes. back then? And did yes. he run in order to thwart what was coming? I think to thwart all of it. 
I think, and it's not just him. I believe that there's people behind him. But I'm right. telling you, this whole entire agenda, Great Reset, the Build Back Better, the Agenda 21, which turned because of Trump into Agenda 2030 because they lost time. This is about enslaving humanity and a track and trace, full surveillance, behavior modification, behavior control model that is no different than Nazi Germany. It is no different. And it, it will include the same thing because look at China. How they have, they have concentration camps that everyone's ignoring. It's not just the Uyghurs. It's anyone that has a social credit score or a predictive policing. They're not people are getting arrested in China for their behavior because they might commit crimes. This really? Is all, are you serious? Are yes. you serious? Are, and this is uh, all Amel, are, when you talk about China, I've been told, and again, I have no idea if this is true or not, that there's two. <laughs> There's two, le two there's two groups in China. Right. There's the communist Chinese Communist Party right. in China, and then there's the other Chinese leaders who are not part of the CCP. Now, right. I don't know if that's true or not. What, what's your discernment on that? What do you know about that? Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. Well, I believe that that's true everywhere right now. We can see, um, I, my feeling is that the G7, when Trump went and invited Putin, that some there was some kind of situation where... There were, there were heads of nations all over that want to end the central bank and cabal. What I am talking about right now, Bank of International Settlements and then the central bank and cabal is behind everything I'm saying, including debt slavery of all of our countries. They want to do this new natural asset class where they control all of nature and we can only rent it. They're buying up all the housing all over the world so that we can never own any housing or have any property, which, in, it, which is part of freedom and liberty and, and America. But they're doing it in front of us. Um, this is a financial slavery model because in this world, if you don't have access to capital or money or food, because it will include the food. If you're watching what's going on with our food, I think we talked about it last time. Yeah. It's the same people. We're talking about Bill Gates, Eric Schmidt, Larry Fink, uh, George Soros, you know, um, Klaus Schwab. Um, there's a, a handful of people, but they're all connected to the World Economic Forum. And Bill Gates and the CCP run the World Health Organization. And, and now so they when want to you, implement that, which would be this track and trace ID, will be through them. When you say it's the same people, let me kick it back in, in my own words to see if I'm saying it right. It's the same people that try to control the airlines and the transportation. It's the same people that try and control the banks. It's the same people that are controlling the credit score. It's the same people that are controlling all of these different things you've mentioned. It's actually, it's not all these different evil groups. It's the same evil people yes. doing all these things. That's well, why have, we I, win. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, why that we is. can win. <laughs> uh, let me ask this. Uh, I'll see if I can pull this up. Um, you you did say that they own most airlines and things like that, but how would you then respond to, okay, there's a public corporation, let's say United Airlines, I'm just picking that out of the ozone, and uh, there's millions and millions of shares, How and the public owns them, or do they? They don't. And how do you know they don't? Because at the very, very top, um, we could do a whole show on it, at the very, very top, the Class A voting shares are only owned by these people. The people in America, I mean, they, the, the, even we saw Warren Buffett last week say the entire stock market is a gambling ring. 
it, it is a Ponzi scheme. And at this point, literally, it's the board members. And if you look at the board members of the big corporations, they're on several boards. It's not, it's not one or two. But I am telling you that at the very, very top of all of this is a small group of people that are manipulating us. And, and it's the crowns included. It's worldwide. But in America, at least, no, the voting shares, the type A stock voting shares are owned by this small group of so people. So those that meet and, and can decide this issue or that issue are, are I, I don't know stock that well, but are only type A uh, can vote? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. and you're saying of those that have voting rights, they're all the cabal? In, the, in on it, yeah. Or yeah. in a, or the majority? Yeah, well, they're all, they're all committed to the... Um, Great Reset, World Bank, one one world government model that is uh, in cahoots with the IMF and the and all and our central bank. Our central bank is is fully in on it. So if, and, and that's so where if, everything goes. So if Warren Buffett and I've had a question about this, he's the one that's saying it's a gamble, it's a gambling, it's like a casino. Is he one? Of, is he part of? Is he part of the whole thing? Or is he warning you about being part of the whole, what, what, where is he coming on with this? Well, I mean, he's certainly, there's a, there was a meeting called the Good Club. It happened at Rockefeller Institute. Gates called it together. He was there. It had a lot to do with the pandemic. It had a lot to do with uh, the climate change, using this to control behavior and behavior modification and depopulation. So that that's true. But I have seen him many times in history warn that, what what was set up is not sustainable and you know and that and more and more lately listen just like elon musk look these people at some point are watching um the beast i believe this this evil this this de demonic I, possession of humanity really go to uh, off the rails the, the, everything they're doing is somewhat absurd for a, fr a free humanity yeah. And some of these people actually do believe in God and do believe, do not want to go to hell and do believe in hell. That's the other thing. Those people don't and are watching this happen. They have children and grandchildren. And um, I just think a lot of people are starting to really realize that it's not, it's get, it's going in the wrong direction for humanity. And yeah. um, that's it where seems, we are. It seems like Musk, who people say he was trained up under the elites. To, he was trained up as a young man, and I, there was he was a member of the young something. I don't, know I don't he, think he was in that, but he wasn't the young, in that. The young global leaders. He wasn't that. He I wasn't don't think in that. so. He's so, been involved with the World Economic Forum, but I don't think he comes from that. But he does come from wealth and and power. Okay, so South, and, South and you and I and you and I talked offline, and there's people that uh, we both love and respect who who disagree with this. But you and I talked offline. And our conclusion was Musk seems to be a white hat, a good guy. Is that about well, right or no? It's it's unclear because his whole AI transhumanism agenda and a lot of things from the past are odd. But you know what I like? I like some of the things he's doing now. And, yeah. and I really have to judge. Listen, the world has changed dramatically. I, I tour with General Flynn and a lot of times people say, oh, he did this, he did that. Whatever. I, I'm looking at what he's doing now, and this man's yeah. fighting for our country. Like, I've never yeah. seen anything. He's he's 60 years old. He He's here in Chicago. I just saw him in, in uh, South Carolina. He's been to two places in between. I see somebody that's getting out, meeting folks face-to-face. -face. The people yeah, say, oh, he's too. running for office or he's doing it. No, he is trying to warn America about what I'm telling you right now. He talked about exactly what I'm talking about right now last night. This global elite cabal 
that have they're on they're on <laughs> to, to coin a phrase warp speed because they need to implement all this stuff while they still have Joe Biden as a puppet in the White House. They control Joe Biden. Joe Biden has been praised by Klaus Schwab uh, for decades as a main uh, leader in the World Economic Forum, Great Reset, Fourth Industrial Revolution. He's also as compromised as we've ever had a president in terms of blackmail and oh, bribery yeah. and corruption. Oh, yeah. The World Economic Forum are the ones that are behind the stolen election. They're behind installing that regime. Everyone in the everyone in the cabinets works for it. They hate Russia because Russia wants nothing to do with their Great Reset or their One World Government. They hate China because China wants nothing to do with it. You're going to see they hate India. They hate Saudi Arabia. They, you're seeing who's dividing. Do I know what, what China and Russia's plans are? No. But I do know that they have no interest in the One World Government that the World Economic Forum is forcing on the United That's States. Well, which says us. a whole lot. You know, I had a friend in New York years and years ago, and I'd say, I did this for you, and I, did, you know, and I was younger. And, and, and he goes, what'd you do for me lately? You know, it's a right. new, kind of a New York expression, right? Right, exactly. Tell me, tell me what you did for me lately. Well, lately, um, uh, Musk is behaving that's what uh, I'm saying. You know, and that's what you're saying. And Flynn is behaved. They're, they're polling for us. Right. You know, the Bible says, by your fruit, you'll know them. Well, the fruit right now is good. It doesn't right. prove that it will always be good, but it's pretty good right now. So, right. And if we live by the teachings of the Bible, the truth is not only can people change and repent, but yes. they can be, look at Saul, you know, I mean, yeah. like we have to know that not only can people change and repent, but they can yeah. come back from wherever they are to greatness and good things and, and mass totally. change. Look, Elon Musk has done whatever he's done. I had Cash Patel on my show. He's telling me that he did good things for the Trump administration. Good, he's good, not good. making it up because Space Force is, is still out there. I think it is a force for good. And uh, I believe that the, the DNI, the, the national intelligence, the military intelligence are still working for us. It is, it is this regime, but we are watching uh, it happen in real time. And I know we're running out, but I want people to know this. You can tell your banks, your governors, your local politicians, your um, any, any kind of like any commerce situation going on in your state. We can do this state by state. Which is why turning off over Roe versus Wade is most important because it says we the federal government has no place making laws that are supposed to be made by the state. It's really the Roe versus Wade is less about abortion and more about giving the rights back to the states. We are a constitutional republic. And I believe white hats are working behind the scenes because that's the route we're going. As soon as we excise the, the toxic waste dump that is D.C. and their dirty money, yeah. which is our money. That is yeah. our money. Yes, it and is. Once we get it out of our states, every state could self-sustain if they had legit, honest America first leadership. We could get rid of the income tax if every state's books were looked through, if all the waste was gotten rid of, if they rejected D.C., rejected D.C.'s overlords which is really a foreign entity. The Crown has a lot to do with D.C., the World Economic Forum. They're all compromised. And, but the states can reject the ESG score. They can say companies can't do business in my state that are going to require this nonsense. And it's totally fraudulent. And then on top of that, um, I did want to tell you, though, and tell your audience, because I did notice, and it's very important to know, that the um, all three credit agencies this week, uh, TransUnion, um, 
and the other Can, two. Catching uh, the Equifax used to be one. I don't yeah, know if they changed and, it. And, yeah, Equifax, and there's one other. Um, they Can't just be. announced that they are going to be adopting the ESG score. So uh, we They're really, literally adopting, so they're assigning an ESG score per person. Yes. And uh, it used to be corporations. I knew it was coming for the people, but I didn't I didn't I thought that our country would be saved before it again. This is why 2022 is so important. And even if you're watching this and you voted for uh, Joe Biden or even worse right now, you didn't vote at all. You must vote. This isn't about Trump. We need people in there that turn around and say, no, we're not going to have a social credit score like China. We're not going to have predictive policing. You're not putting uh, track and trace into our bodies. You have no business. We live in a free country where life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is our inalienable right from God. These people do not believe we have inalienable rights. They do not believe in the in the in the commons. They do not believe that we all have common. Um, ownership of nature of of air of water they don't believe that they believe that we are sucking up their resources because they are superior in race they believe that they're superior race yeah they do people and that we humans need to be um depopulated basically to preserve their future when they try to talk about sustainable goals everyone must understand it's only sustainable for them yeah. Not for us. Well, that's yeah, why, that's you know, human trafficking, um, even though it's as evil as evil can be, in their brain, they have decided that they're worthy of life and everyone else that's not is worthy to be trafficked, right. raped, raped, brutalized, care. tortured, whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, they're there to be used. And now let me go, go back to Trump here for a moment. Now, I, I've said repeatedly, I'm going to say it again on the show, Trump is not the savior of the world. Jesus Christ is the savior of the world, okay? Trump is not the savior. But Cyrus was was one of those who God used, and he prophesied 150 years before he was born, he prophesied him by name as someone that would free Israel and let them go back to their country. I believe Trump is one of those human beings. He's a mortal human being like us who has been told what was coming, who saw what was coming, who knew what was coming, and he... Uh, he didn't need to work. He was independently wealthy for the rest of his life. He he could have never run. He had enough power in his circles, but he, God uh, put it on his heart to run because uh, though God is the Savior, Trump is his is a human being on earth that he's uh, he's using. And is it true? Would you say that the deep state, the whatever words you use? The deep state, the cabal, the World Economic Forum, all the way up to the top. Are they freaking out right now because they're afraid Trump is going to get in? Yeah, they've been freaking out from the minute he came down that escalator because they all loved him before that. And I'll tell you what, my feeling is, and I I worked at Mar-a-Lago when I was younger between jobs. It was a good good job to uh, get get by when I was trying to make money to go back to Hollywood at one point. And I'll tell you what, um, he loves his family and he loves his grandchildren and he has a lot of them. And uh, I also know that both his, all, all of his past, everything he's done in the past is, uh, was learning and growing and everything. He's always been very, really into America. He loves America. He loves American history. If you see him in real life, like I worked with him when I was a kid, he's so funny and friendly and, 
and nice and treats everyone. I've said this a million times from what I observed at Mar-a-Lago, from like the, the lowest gardener to the to the CEO wow. to you know world leaders that stayed there when I was there. It's so funny when people say that Trump didn't know anything about foreign policy. Well, I, I worked there when pe- dignitaries that are the biggest and the most powerful people in the world stayed at Mar-a-Lago. So I saw it with my own eyes. He knew a lot more than sitting in a boardroom at some event at the UN with people staying at his house for 10 days, a secret service from people all over the world that have more power than, than people can imagine in Trump's home. So, wow. and that was that was about 15, 20 years ago. So I can only imagine who else came through. But it, it, people stay at Mar-a-Lago because it's so secure and beautiful. And he's such a good guest, a host. And, and a, I mean, but the truth is, uh, his life was so good. And he has such a good family and they're such good people. And I feel for him because I don't think he, and I've heard from people that have talked to him even recently, he knew that it was a cesspool and it was a swamp. He didn't realize how deep it went. And um, I will tell you, they didn't let him do anything. Everything was set up. The impeachments, the Russia hoax, all of that. And we should all be furious that they stole that entire four years from us. They didn't steal the election from Trump. They stole it from us. We have inalienable rights given by God, but we also have rights in our Constitution and as citizens of the United States. And that means that we get to decide who works for us. And again, we are a government of the people, by the people, for the people. We are the government. They are supposed to be representing us. Well, the people in D.C. don't represent us. And here's the great part about that. They need us to comply to have any authority, they don't have authority without our without us complying, and any and again also there there is any law or rule that is repugnant to the Constitution, is is null and void basically. It can be overthrown. So everything that they've done can be reversed, and we can stop this social credit score and these central bank digital currency and all this stuff. But we have to stop it, like you said in the beginning. Trump wanted to do everything by the Constitution. He wanted to trust the legal system, no matter how mad, how bad it's bitten him and, and General Flynn and others. And he's doing that. And the Durham case is, is going to be the beginning of that. But what we really need to know is each of us has to take back our own sovereignty and stop feeding into the next show we'll do. And I'll, teach, I'll tell everyone about the actual psychological army manual for psychological mind control for behavioral change that went from our military to the World Health Organization and is implemented right now. But what we need to do as as God's children, as people God put on planet Earth, on this beautiful planet that has everything we need, there is no overpopulation, it's a lie. There is Mm -hmm. no climate emergency. It's man-made by the people that are saying that they need money to fix it. And the whole thing about money, remember you said in the beginning, why why do they need more money? Because if we have no money, they control us. If we have no, because the the whole thing, it's it's not about money. So you're saying even though they don't really need the money, they got quadrillions, they need to take it from us so that we're subservient to them. Because that's the the one thing they don't have is absolute uh, servanthood from us. We're not not bending the knee like they want want us to. Right. Larry Fink says out loud that the whole ESG, the whole central bank digital currency, the whole Great Reset is about behavior modification of humanity. Behavior modification. Well, that's up to God. But here's the great part about all this. A, we wouldn't know this. B, they keep showing us what they're doing. 
you know, it's the arrogance, the arrogance and the ignorance of arrogance, because we're, we're seeing it. And the more I come on here or you talk about it or you talk about the election theft or any of that. Look, the election theft is the same people. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's the exact you know, same actors. it's so crazy that like even today so they announced monkeypox well i'll tell you what bill gates announced it 12 18 months ago shockingly while fauci's still doing gain-of-function research in wuhan so how would he know that because they're doing it they create the problem they, first of all they create the solution the vaccine or the or the social credit score passport or the years before <laughs> then they put something out there then they come in with the solution then we we thank them for the solution and and go along with it and then you're enslaved listen it's no different than pharaoh and egypt or anything that's happened in right. history with slavery it's just this time it they're they're using our our money and our ability to live the lives that we'd like freely with the money that we earn and choose our path for our children ourselves our future and our country they do not. They want to take that away, and and yeah. that's what we can't allow. Yeah, it's like they're it's like yeah. they're bringing uh, on, upon us the Stockholm syndrome. If anyone doesn't right. know that, you would capture the people, you'd brutalize them, and then you would be the only person that would give them sustenance, water, or food. And eventually, you appreciate them for giving you water and food. That's the Stockholm syndrome, and they're doing it to us before our very eyes. They're right. enslaving us. So we have to come to them for the solution so that we exactly. will one day that's thank what them it, for it. That's what the Great Reset Build Back Better is. It's exact, that's exactly what it is. And here's the crazy part about what you just said, and this is why I love this show so much, yeah. um, is, uh, is I, I found out, I don't know if I said this last time on your show, but it's really shocking because I didn't really see this, and then I went back and I was like, show me where that is, and I found it. Um, people don't realize that, when uh, the slaves went with Moses through the Red Sea, mm -hmm. and that miracle happened, and they were saved, and the, and the evil was extinguished, and they got into the Promised Land, only a small amount, only there's it in layman's terms, modern terms, only ten percent of the slaves followed Moses, because all the rest of them were too scared of taking the risk of leaving their captor yeah. and what might happen to them. And, and that's yeah. where we are now. And be part of the 10% now to say, no, we're not going to go into your debt, slavery, financial, top-down, track-and-trace control model. You don't own – the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum have zero authority over us. And people keep saying – and Flynn said it last night – people keep saying, well, it's not constitutional. Well, if you look at the powers of the President of the United States to go into treaties – and then you look at some of the things they've done in the past, like responsibility to protect through the UN and some of these other things that they've done. It doesn't matter if it's constitutional or not. Well, especially if they, especially if they own the judges. Right. What does it matter? Because right. the judges aren't going to rule on their half. Right. They go, oh, it's not constitutional. Sorry about that. Here we go, and, and then they do right. it anyway. Because and we would have to sue them because he'd <laughs> sign this thing. So we would have to sue them to unravel it while it would be in place. Like everything Joe Biden's done with his executive orders, slowly but surely they're getting people are coming at judges, good judges. There's only a handful. Most of them are compromised, as we talked about with Epstein. But the good judges out there are saying it's unconstitutional. Boom. And one after another. But he's signing executive orders left and right. And this 
treaty with the World Health Organization, he can do by executive order, and he's going to. And and it's going, and then we're going to have the monkeypox, and then the, the passports, the vaccine passport, and then, and we have to just reject it. They have yeah. no authority. Yeah. They don't have, the only authority yeah. on this planet yeah. is God. Okay? Yeah. And, and these people... We, they don't have any authority over us. And without the consent of the governor, none of this can happen. Yeah. And that's why we have to not only know what we're, what I'm telling you, and everyone yeah. has to look it up. They can go to themelkshow.com. Under resources, we have a lot of this information. And if you read it yourself, you do the research, you convince yourself, you will be so on fire to get out there and tell everyone you know. And Very I know good. a lot of people so that good. watch this are really good Americans, really good human beings. I know you have viewers all over the world that love God and country and love Jesus and his message and all of that. Don't get confused or sidetracked by fear or panic. You really have to say, you know what? I love this country. I love God. I love humanity. This is, should be about love, not about enslavement and, and, and division. And we as American people have to realize all the division is the same people. <laughs> yeah, like, it's exactly even, the same. You can't, because they need us divided. If, if all the American people really saw what we're talking about today and really saw who's behind it and why and how much money they actually have and their incentive and who benefits, you got to start asking yourself, who benefits from all of this? Not the American people. Who does? These same people that want this. And you know what? We, we have an opportunity to turn the tide for humanity. This might be the most important election ever. Oh, and I'm not talking is. about 2024. I'm talking about 2022. Absolutely. You've got to get out there and you and also vet everyone. All because, First of all, there's so many rhinos. I am watching good people, good God-loving people who love country, who never ran before, would be great in office. And the GOP is not letting them in. They're not letting in newcomers. And the question is, why? So we, we have to judge everyone about, did they vote for the Build Back Better bill? Did they, are they going to Davos? Where did their money come from? Are they getting money from any, any of Zuckerberg uh, 1630 Project, Open Society, any of their NGOs? W what are these super PACs? We have to take back the country as we the people. We need more yeah. teachers and, um, sh and small business owners and truckers and pastors running for office. Yeah. We don't need politicians and lawyers that are going to keep manipulating us into oblivion because we don't have much time left if we don't turn it around. Yeah. I believe God God is winning because I see strategic things all over the world, but not without us. You know, not without us. Yeah. And 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 we He really uses people on earth. That. He you know, he wins and he's got a plan, but he always uses instrument. That's the way he is. He, uh that's what he set it up. You have not cuz you ask not. You know, he, he set it up so that people would be involved. So I, I would just right. say this, too, for those of you who have said, I'm tired about talking about Trump. I'm tired about because people made a savior out of him. Don't make a savior out of him. That's fine. Don't make him the hero of the hour, but make him. But when when election time comes, vote for crying out loud vote, because it's been apparently proven that if if. Like, there was like 15 Christians that never even voted. I know. We can't uh, 15, have million, that. 15 million Christians. If everyone that. that didn't vote voted the next election, you would overwhelm all of the mules and all of the the, the uh, AI that was built into the machines. They, they're not prepared for that. They don't yeah. have a, a, they don't have a, a fix for that. So vote if you've never voted. 
Right. Voted, voted. Right. Don't. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. can't even think about that. That it's rigged. It doesn't yeah. matter. You got to go yeah. there and you got to go in person. And the one yeah. thing I will say for you and your audience that is good news that I believe I do know is uh, as long as we can take back the House and the Senate and turn this around, the amount of justice that we will see on the other side of 2022 and the starting of the justice will be uh, what we have all been waiting for. Um, we know that General Flynn is, is filing a lawsuit. Trump filed a lawsuit. We're going to see more and more of that. But we are also going to see teams that are already prepared to go in there, not just for the impeachment of Biden and, and treason and all of that stuff, but are going to go in there and they're going to do oversight to the FBI and the DOJ and all of these agencies that have turned on We the People and they're going to find out where the rod is and they're going to get that rod and they're going to take it out and we're going to restore our country. But we have to have the right people in place to allow yes. that because right now all we have is a bunch of communists, Marxists, socialists who are in on the Build Back Better, Great Reset Plan, who are stopping everything. You have to ask yourself, why does every single person in the Democratic Party, except two, vote for everything? It's because they're all in on it. And uh, we need to take back our country. And please, if you did not vote, make sure you vote. If you are not going to vote, make sure you are not registered. Because that's another way that they're stealing votes. They're registering people that, that don't even know it. Where people registered on their when they got their driver's license in some states, they don't wow. even pay attention, wow. and they're and they're voting for you, and that's a big deal. And I'm gonna have a good show next week with a couple that's working with Bobby Python and Jovan Pulitzer and the um, America Project and 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 Patrick Byrne and everything that they actually can find for you if you give them your a uh, voter ID number the last 20 years of your voting. And they're really? doing that for people. And these people are freaking out. They're finding out like that they did not vote for these people. And I'm talking down ballot because a lot of people don't vote down ballot. They only right. vote for the president, vice president, you know, the main things. But they and they're finding their entire down ballot. They voted for, for a decade and they, they didn't even know and it. they didn't vote. They didn't vote. But no, they, but they didn't oh, vote at yeah, all. Yeah. yeah. So they're doing that, too. Yeah. So we got to really. But listen, they're going to cheat. Okay, they're going to cheat, guys. They, they already have it in, in place. They, they're, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer aren't going to turn around tomorrow and be like, you know what, let's have a fair fight. No, no, no. They can't have a fair fight. They know what's going to happen to them on the other side. All I ask of all of your amazing, amazing, and I'm so grateful. I've gotten such great feedback from uh, everyone that watches your show. They're so excited. I'm on here. Awesome. And I tell, them, I tell them about when we met in, in Oregon, and I'm like, of course I'll come on. Of course I know who you are <laughs> and how much I love doing it. It's my favorite uh, favorite show I do right now. But I got to tell you, we, we have to make sure that anyone that wants justice, this should be about justice and justice yeah, alone. Is. Yes, it we is. We have to take back the House and the Senate and, and then we have to go for it. We have to dismantle and, and find, the, find where the rot, find where the toxic evil lies and excise it out. And we can turn this country around. I, I've talked to some people that are are already preparing for after 2022 to go in for the fight. Very big people around Trump, too. It's not going to take that long to rebuild America because we're also going to get a lot of our money back if we do that. So, yeah. so you know, get. Yeah, get I've heard that, that. I've heard that, that when this when this turns out the way we're praying and, and contending, you and I and everyone else, there's some money that we're going to be refunded. Oh, yeah. Is that that's true, right? Oh, yeah. So much can happen. There's so many. And then don't forget all the crimes against humanity bills yeah. that Trump signed that are take, about seizing your assets and stuff, including the CCP. So yeah. so what I have to say is so all so all of our farmland, all of our manufacturing, 
all of our all of our inside we can start again we shouldn't we shouldn't be we like these backup it's at our ports we should be making all of our medication here we should be yes. making all of our products here all of our Absolutely. cars here well we have the ability to bring that all back and that's the beauty of trump and that's why sometimes i have to think that they had to let this happen because the beauty is mm -hmm. we've exposed so much of the corruption that it's on the surface so it's going to be a lot easier to destroy it than it would have if trump just kept going because they wouldn't have allowed him to get anything done in the second term either yeah and now yeah. we see what it is and we the people i hear about 18 months it would take to turn everything around uh yeah. the hardest part will be the illegals but you know what we're a humane society and yeah. uh what's going on at the border is not humane either yeah. it is not what they're telling you these people are it is a they're being trafficked by yeah. the cartels in cahoots with the, with the biden administration and they're coming here and they're <sighs> slaves when they get here or they're or they're taking all our resources so that we the people have nothing left all the all the talk about useless eaters, they're trafficking people by the hundreds of thousands across the border with the full intent of using the useless eaters, trafficking them. Right. They don't care about them. They're not trying to not give them all. another life. No, not even. And people have so, no idea how many people at that border are being killed, raped, shot, trafficked. It is not a humanitarian situation. It is an evil situation. Uh, these people's countries, what we, what we should be doing is helping the corruption and helping them in their own countries. Yeah. Most of yeah. these people, I even learned from a Border Patrol agent last week, Victor Avila, who's great. Uh, he's an ex-Border Patrol. He said that they don't even want to acclimate. They're coming here because Soros and, and some of these phony charities are telling them to come here and they're giving them these these some of these illegal immigrants that are coming in through those NGOs are getting double of what somebody gets on Social Security and they're getting they're prioritized as housing, at least in New York and California over U.S. citizens. Their, their kids are prioritized in schools over U.S. citizens because this is what they want to make U.S. citizens our lives so hard. And, and the solution is so easy. Make their lives better where they are. Because A and B, yeah, you know. Totally. And I think that's on the other side. The UN needs to be dismantled. All this stuff does. Yeah, but, totally. but there, there needs to be global cooperation, but yeah. in, a, in, a, in a way that has morals and integrity and value that unites us, doesn't, uh, totally. doesn't isn't told totally. to us. Totally. So. Well, uh, Mel, I see your, your, your <laughs> website's on your side, uh, uh, below you, the Mel K Show. Anything else you want to themelkshow.com anything else you want to tell people to, to tune into sure well i'm now on truth social and i do post a lot there because i have a, I, I do do a, a tremendous amount of reading every day i read a lot of foreign papers to try to figure wow. out well, yeah because here's the thing if you read if you read this is what i do every day if if you i have like 10 foreign papers they're english language foreign country papers that i i've deciphered over time are pretty wow. legit so if you read them all and the same story is in different papers by different people, it's probably true. <laughs> so I try to find the news that is that is most likely not propaganda and lies and controlled again by BlackRock or Soros or whoever's paying the the the, uh, the media companies. And uh, so go to my Truth Social. It's the Mel K Show on Truth Social. Mel K, uh, the Mel K Show is the hashtag or whatever the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mel K Show, yeah. <laughs> the ad symbol, <laughs> and then uh, my big, my biggest channel is Rumble. Uh, please go subscribe there, Rumble, uh, the Mel K Show. We still have a bit shoot. We have a private server, the Mel K Show TV, that will never be able to be taken down, no matter what, like my YouTube was. 
And uh, we also are on um, themelkeshow.com. You get that. And if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll get our best shows of the week every week and a bunch of articles right. that I think are, are really connect the dots. And this is about everyone's got to remain calm, focused, critical thinking, logic. Do not allow your mind to be triggered by emotional messaging or psychological messaging or fear or panic. They're coming for it. They're talking about a summer of rage and monkeypox and, and all this. No, no, no. Stick with God. Stick with with Good your family. You. Yeah, and keep keep those people in your life uh, close. And really yeah. just focus on what you can do, not what you can't do. And don't decide what you can't do because there's a lot of things you can do to get involved. You might not be able to have like what Steve and I have, which we can go out there and talk to people on these shows. But you might. But there's a million other things you can do with your talents and, and totally. your time to be on the front totally. lines. So totally. And hey, and while we're at it, I'm on Truth Social as well. And oh, people may or may not know <laughs> that the web version is now up and running. So I'm, uh, I've got this very creative handle at the real Steve. That's it. <laughs> at the real Steve. Okay. So if you go to at the real Steve, you're going to get all of our stuff. So okay. go cool. to at the real Steve. All right, yeah. you guys. Blessings. Have an amazing weekend. Thank Mel, you. thank you so much. God I'll bless you. you Have a thank great you. weekend. You we'll too. see you all thank later. Thank you so much, Steve. You're thank the best. You. Thanks. Okay. You're, you too. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.